Good afternoon. So um, this is the third episode of the podcast. Um, I'm, today I'm here with a guest. Um, I've got um, Russell Joel. Um, hi, Russell. How are you? Hi, good. I got, glad, glad to be here. Good. Um, so do you want to start by um, telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, so basically, I am really just a freelance, uh, independent uh, app developer. I, uh, I kind of uh, dabble in kind of all, uh, all kind of areas. Um, kind of started my career um, doing uh, like, like civic and political engagement uh, apps um, a few years back. Uh, but more recently, kind of what has brought me here is I've, uh, I've uh, discovered uh, um, Unity Gaming and uh, have been uh, working on building, uh, building uh, some mobile games in, uh, in recent months. That's pretty cool. So um, the whole point of this podcast is talk a little about um, a little bit about Unity. Mm-hmm. Um, now, being a software developer myself and being quite familiar with C Sharp, you think I would have played with Unity at some point in time? The answer is <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and, and the reason is very simple. Um, I don't know why it, it got stuck in my mind. It, it's actually quite a complex. Um, play, uh, complex framework to to learn and play with. So here's here's a first question: Do you need exceptional math skills to be able to program using Unity? Uh, so that's a good first question, and um, and I guess I'll answer that by uh, with a couple of things. So so um, well, first I'll say I think before you decide to get into Unity, um, like you mentioned, I think you do need to have solid. Um, programming skills uh, down. You need to be able to, you know, write basic, uh, basic programs in an object-oriented language, preferably C sharp, um, because that is the um, the language of of, of Unity. Um, but honestly, uh, as far as like math and like physics skills go, um, if you're looking to do just kind of simple games like 2D games, um, you actually don't need um, the really complex math that some of the other um, games might require. Um, now, again, obviously, um, if you're working at like, you know, Blizzard or Bethesda or some of these other big companies, you're working on a very complex game, um, you know, they have, they have staff that whose only job is, uh, you know, to translate physics laws into code. Um, but actually, yeah, you, you don't need a whole lot of, uh, of advanced math. But, but again, I think you, you, you do need to be pretty solid in your um, kind of coding fundamentals for, before you dive into Unity. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Um, and also, it depends what you build with it. So you touched on the Absolutely. 2D games. Once you move to 3D games and you talk about uh, collisions and moving in certain in a 3D space and all that kind of stuff, I guess that's probably where you need a bit more knowledge, I would think, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, especially if you're uh modeling any kind of uh of physics um and you know it, it, it's interesting the, the other the other um the other kind of area that uh, i think a lot of people might not realize is um is is fluid dynamics actually because you know how do you if you're modeling you know water of some kind or liquid you've got to you've got to translate you've got to translate those principles into 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 code and uh you know i i, I remember when i was first learning to code um, you know, one of the one of the things that uh, one of my teachers taught me um, was, you know, when you're developing you know, any program, but especially games, is that, um, you know, you 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 are really God 
when you're designing a game. <laughs> and what and what that means is is um, you know if 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 you don't code it, it does not happen. So if you don't explicitly tell your water to splash when a rock hits it, it will not splash. Oh, I see. Or you know, yeah. yeah if, if if you don't if you don't tell your character to fall when it goes off a cliff, it will not fall. Um, now the other side of that is, you know, as a game programmer, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to be bound by the physics laws of uh, of planet Earth. Um, you know, if you want your character to be able to fly, you can do that. If you want your character to be able to walk on water, um, you can do that as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, again, you you as a programmer, um, you know, have to physically you have to you have to physically somehow provide the logic for that, or uh, it. It, it won't happen. That's actually quite interesting. So um, is there something like a, um, I don't know how to describe this, like um, a normal behavior, like, like for example, um, you are, imagine you, you sit on the side of a lake and you see the water moving a little bit. Is there something like that randomly that you can just say, just, just do that and, you know, do these things whenever you want, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, I guess one... <coughs> One kind of, um, I don't know, maybe it's a misconception or not, but but just so so Unity itself, um, I mean, it's it's a wonderful program, um, but it actually Unity actually doesn't do a lot of the modeling. Like you can do kind of basic primitive um, uh, shapes in it, but if you if you want to model like any kind of characters or whatever, um, you have to do that in kind of an external program, like I don't know, Blender, Maya, what have you. Um, and then, um, as you mentioned, to kind of, to kind of, you know, create, like, let's say just a, a flowing lake or something like that. Um, and, you know, those who, you know, are kind of familiar with, or, or, or if you've ever heard of like, like animation states. Um, so like you could build your lake and say, this lake is, is flowing. And then you, you build your animation um, so that, you know, waves flow or say this lake is, you know, this wave is moving and you do your, your, um, you know, wave moving over, over the shore or what have you. Mm. Um, Unity actually has, and, and one of the things I will say, um, cause I've used a number of, uh, of kind of, you know, cross-platform frameworks and other kind of areas of mobile development. And, and I will say you, you, Unity is actually very, very intuitive in a lot of ways. Um, they actually do have a very powerful, um, uh, kind of animator tool to handle that kind of stuff. Um, mm. So, um, so yeah, that, that, and that's essentially how it works. Is is um, you uh, you build um, they call them game objects. Um, you put your models in, you know, whether it's a person, a character, a sprite, whatever. And um, where C sharp comes in, is you you really use kind of C sharp um, to define what the what the behavior of those objects uh, objects is. Okay, so is it more like a like a scripting kind of thing. Like for example, you place <coughs> a unity, you you place a unit on your screen somewhere, an asset of some kind, like mm-hmm. um, a person, let's say, mm-hmm. and then you would attach some behavior to it. Or do you have like a main game loop where you have to control like everything and uh, the code could get? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's essentially how it works. Is um, is um, you can uh, you can attach a, a C sharp script to um, you know, really, really anything. Uh, in uh, in your um, in your universe and um, and how it works is that uh, each uh, each unit object and I think this is actually a, a 
a greater C sharp class. Um, each each Unity script is uh, a a subclass of the of the mono behavior. Um, I don't mm. know if you're yeah. with that. Um, and um, that's kind of you know the the uh, object. And uh, every script um, includes um, I mean, you can put whatever function you want. But every script includes two functions: a a start function and an update function. And um, the the start function is called um, on each object. Um, as soon as the game starts, um, so you know you set up everything, and then the update is called on each each frame um, refresh. Um, so, and like I said, you can you can add whatever else uh, you want, but those are kind of the uh, the two yeah the main ones. things yeah exactly. That's pretty cool. Um, so, in, in terms of now, I don't I haven't used it much, like I said before, but mm-hmm. um, I did watch quite a few videos of people showing you how to do this kind of stuff. And um, you could argue that that it's quite interesting to to watch someone write code and do this kind of stuff. But I actually find that that learning ab- about it in, in in this kind of manner, even without looking at an IDE and at, at some code, mm-hmm. it's actually very useful because you get an idea of what you can do, not necessarily how you would do it, but you know yeah. it's there. So you can always, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the documentation must be extensive by now, I suppose. Uh, you, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's been around for God knows how many years now, right? Um I'm just wondering now, um, a random question. I'm just popping to my mind. Yeah, sure. Do yeah. you know any kind of mainstream mainstream games, like uh, not necessarily mobile, but more like desktop, that have been built with Unreal, um, with, uh, with Unity? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I mean, Unity, I mean, in, in my view anyway, from what I've observed, is probably the, uh, the number one game engine in the world right now. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't, I, mean, I don't know anything off the top of my head. Um, but, but I know, um, probably mo- most, most of probably, I don't know, 80 or 90% of any game you've ever played has probably used. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I know. I know for a fact that, that Blizzard, um, uses Unity. Um, I, um, I mean, I would imagine, you know, like a company like Bethesda would as well. Um, yeah, no, it is, it is absolutely, um, I think the, uh, kind of the standard, Wow. Um, right now um, now the other one out there <coughs> um is i don't know if you've ever heard of the unreal engine of course unreal yeah, yeah, yeah unreal. it's on version five now isn't it yeah yeah um yeah. i think that they're probably uh a number number two um i don't think i have nearly the market share as unity does but um but uh yeah those are kind of the two uh two bigger ones um, it's quite interesting actually because when you think unity and c sharp i i had this idea in my head that um, most games have been uh, written in the past in in something like C++ mm-hmm. for a number of reasons, like memory management and everything else. Um, is that still the case, or do you find that actually the, uh, things have shifted more towards using a language like C Sharp and Unity? Um, well, you know, that's kind of the nice thing about about gaming is, I mean, you can write it in anything. Like, um, like I don't know, if but I, I, I also teach uh, classes, and um, and uh, actually, Python has a uh, a reasonably capable game engine. Uh, it, it's nowhere near what um, you know, like a Unity can do. Um, but um, I mean, yeah, you can do games and, and anything. Um, I, I think C plus plus is is still uh, very much a, um, a a standard. Um, you know, sim- simply simply because um, you know per, 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 per performance is uh, you know very very crucial. Um, you know, you need your code to be pretty efficient um, yeah. to be able to you know draw those thirty or fifty frames a second. Um, 
And um, I think that's why, you know, I, I don't know why, you know, they have gone with C sharp on Unity. Again, I, I think that's a great language. I don't have any problem with it, but, um, you know, if I don't, I don't know what their reasoning was uh, for that. But, but yeah, I think any language you do use um, has got to be um, relatively, uh, relatively fast and relatively um, uh, powerful to kind of do the kind of calculations that are needed. Yeah, that's that's a great thing actually. Now, C sharp has become probably I could say more and more mainstream every year, really, with all the um, all the updates to move into .NET Core. And I've personally had amazing experience coding not just on Windows but on Linux as well using .NET Core. Um, so I can see why why it would basically open up the door to a number of people uh, who otherwise would not develop games. Right, because C is a very difficult thing to master, I would think. Um... Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and uh, you know, from, from my experience, I um, as, as far as the you know C languages go, I guess you know C itself, C plus plus, and and C sharp. Um, I think uh, C sharp is definitely probably the most uh, the most accessible, um, if you will. Um, it's uh, it's actually not uh, you know, and it's it's actually not too dissimilar from Java. Um, yeah, yeah, you could and, say um, that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and actually, you know, the in the, the classes that I teach, uh, we often teach them in in tandem. Um, but no, I think you're right. Um, C sharp is probably definitely one of the more um, accessible of the of that family. Okay, should, should we insert some jokes about Java at this point, or maybe not? <laughs> oh, like for example, <laughs> did, did you know that Java runs on three billion devices? Uh-oh. And it's been running on that for the past 15 years because every time I run an install, it says the same thing. Java <laughs> runs on 3 billion that. devices <laughs> since like 1990-something. <laughs> oh, there you go. An example of a terrible I'm gonna job. I have to remember yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a bit more. You said you teach classes. What, what kind of classes are we talking about here? Yeah, so um, so I teach um, I teach uh, coding classes for um, K-12 elementary middle school students um primarily introductory and intermediate python um but uh but also uh web development um uh, mobile development and um the occasional unity course uh, as well that's pretty cool so high school so does that mean that do you find that um so what kind of ages are we talking about first of all yeah so so for me well first of all the, the company i teach for they teach um you know, starting from like kindergarten and all the way through high school. Uh, but me personally, I um, usually about like fourth, uh, probably like fourth through like eleventh uh, grade, um, late elementary through uh, through high school. Um, and you know, I, I find that's probably the um, the um, the age range that is you know really most most receptive to uh, learning. You know, type to, so type elementary code. to high school. I'm trying to translate that because you're in US, I'm in UK. What does that mean? Are we talking eight to maybe 14, 15 years old, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Now, okay, here's a, a very politically correct question. Um, do, do you get um, girls that are actually interested in this as well? I'm really curious here. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so, say one more time. Do you, do you get uh, girls who are also interested in this oh. kind of courses? <laughs> um, no, that's a fair question. <coughs> um, and yes, I do. excuse me um yeah i get a um a number of um of girls that um that you know seem very um very receptive to it um go ahead 
Interesting, because uh, the reason I ask is because I've got two on my own, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get them into this, but not, I'm not very successful at this point in time. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, the only yeah. reason I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you know, so, so something I found is, um, you know, first of all, you know, I, I believe that really, really anybody can, you know, learn learn to code. Um, you know, I don't think you have to be you know, have a special disposition or anything. Um, but that said, um, you know, I will say that, you know, I, I find you, you, you definitely have to, you know, have to have an interest in it and kind of a, uh, you know, a desire to learn. And, um, you know, and I've, I have had a bunch of, you know, students, um, you know, whose, you know, parents just kind of signed them up for, um, yeah. you know, for, and, um, and I think, you know, if, if, if you're not into it, if it, you know, it's, if, if it's not interesting material for you, because, because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it is, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's fun, but, you know, you're, you're not, it's, it's not like playing, you know, a sport or anything, you're not up and about, you're, you're on a computer, you're, you know, typing, um, and, uh, you know, if, if that's something you can handle, great, but if it's not, you know, then maybe it's, it's just not for you. That's a great <laughs> point, actually, and um, it, it might be um, what the world has become because obviously, you see, uh, I'm going to sound really old now, but I, I don't want to say back when I was young in my time, you know, <laughs> back uh, in my I'm day. probably going to say that <laughs> but back, back then um, we used to go out all the time and meet our friends and play and do that kind of stuff. And nobody was interested in spending time inside their house, um, mm-hmm. you know, until nine, 10 o'clock in the evening. But things have now changed, right? You had COVID Absolutely. where people were stuck in the house for, for years and then there's also this culture where we spend too much time on devices rather than meeting people face to face and face to face. And probably that's what maybe encourages a lot of people to actually pick up coding. But even so, we still don't seem to have enough enough people because there's always this complaint. We don't have enough. We don't have enough. Okay, maybe other reasons. And this is probably not oh, yeah. the time for that. Uh, it's like a whole different book. Uh, a whole other question. Yeah, a whole sure. other thing. Yeah, I, I just find it. Um, interesting because now this will actually lead lead us into the next um, uh, area Um, for example for you how how did you how did you start um, as a as a developer and and how how when did you realize that uh, you this is something you actually you want to do yeah yeah Um, so you know I've been writing code in kind of various forms my my entire life you know as far back as high school um, I was uh, building a you know, building, uh, building simple websites. Like I took an HTML class in high school and, um, you know, I, I remember, I, I don't know. Do you, do you remember GeoCities? Does that name ring any oh, bell? Oh, Jesus. Of course. <laughs> wow. That's awfully really old now. I know, Geo I know. Cities. Just, that's how, uh, that's how old we are yeah. here. Uh, I had a, a GeoCities account, um, and, uh, and a MySpace page actually. <laughs> um, I know, I know. Um, yeah, us us uh, old old fogies here, um, but um, and it's kind of what's made me kind of dive into it kind of full time is um, is um, you know, a I was you know kind of looking for a uh, career transition. My previous background was <coughs> was in uh, like nonprofit communications, um, and uh, and they, they actually the organization I worked for um, they they like monitored labor rights in garment factories mm. around the world. Um, you know, to make sure that there was no forced labor, no child labor, that kind of thing. And um, I'm not sure. Maybe you are where how you know where most of the world most of the world's clothes are made in in Asia. Um, you know, China, yeah, uh, Bangladesh, Vietnam. Um, 
and consequently, we had you know offices over there. So, so I'll never forget. I actually got to go to Bangladesh um, in uh, I think it was 2013. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Um, but um, what one thing that stood out to me um, about the uh, about the country? Someone someone uh, told me about the Bangladesh. They said, you know, this is a country where more people have mobile phones than have running water. <laughs> wow. And, <laughs> and, and it, it, I mean, it was true. And, you know, everyone I saw had a phone, um, you know, whether, you know, regardless of kind of where they were in society, they all had phones. Um, and I think that was kind of a seminal moment I, I, and kind of why I have gravitated towards mobile development over anything is that, is that, um, you know, we, we don't, you know, the, the I don't send this on only the, uh, I'm going to say kids today, um, you know, the, the term computer is meaningless. You know, they don't think of computer. They just think of a device, of a screen. It's not a computer. It's just a, a screen of some size that you can do something on. Right. Um, so, so, you know, that, that's kind of why I, I think I've gravitated towards the mobile side. Because that includes, you know, tablets, iPads as, as well. Um, mm. That's a, an interesting point. So I was curious because now um, thinking about my own past and how I got into this, I, I remember, I think I was about 16 or 17 when I managed to buy my, well, mm-hmm. my mother bought my first computer for me, not me, because they were expensive back then, like really expensive. Um, and I yeah. remember even now, I remember what I had. So I don't think I'm ever going to forget that. Imagine, <laughs> I don't know if you remember these, but just try and picture it. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- three, eight, six. DX 40 megahertz processor. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's basically what I had with two megabytes of RAM and 250 yep. megabytes hard drive and a black and white screen. That was and my how, first how, computer. How, how, how much did that cost? How much did that It was, cost? I don't remember the cost, but it was expensive. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was expensive. I know. Two, yeah. two megs of memory. That was like, wow. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I always uh, had this kind of crazy memory combinations because, you know, I had a motherboard with a, a slot. So at some point, my upgrade was like I went from two to five mm-hmm. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. from five yep. to eight. Mm-hmm. It's like all kinds of crazy uh, numbers. But the, the way and what got me into programming was uh, was games. I was um, coding cheats for games to give me money. I was uh, building uh, text mode editors for games. Like I remember even now, like for UFO Unknown, um, mm-hmm. which was a game where you had items, weapons, and bases. And I had a, a really nice editor to, to show you visually what you had. So that's pretty right. much how I got into coding. Um, it wasn't as a career. I had no intention or desire to have a, a, a job through it, but that's yeah. how I got into it. What you did, yeah. um, so it, it's funny because we talk about uh, game development and games. But, well, yeah, it seems like it's one way of getting into development without even realizing because you have to, and back then, now we have a wealth of information, but back then you had to buy books. There was yeah. nothing, you know, you would do yeah, a search. Yeah, you had to go buy yourself a book exactly. yeah, you get online, yeah, for yeah. sure. There would be no search result when you search for something, you know, back then. Yeah. Now you get well, uh, anything, two million results. <laughs> well, it's interesting you bring that up because, um, you know, I know, you know, you know that, that's you know, what I teach. And I know a lot of the other um, kind of organizations that are involved with you know, teaching kids coding, um, that's what they do. They do it through games, um, like like a Minecraft or yeah. Um, I don't know what else, but yeah, they, they use the, let's let's do our game. Um, 
Um, Mine, Minecraft is an interesting one because obviously a lot of a lot of kids play that, and of course mm-hmm. they, they have an actual interest into coding to make something fun in in their worlds. So that's a great way of getting into it as well. That's brilliant, actually. Absolutely, yeah. Now, um, I had some misconceptions uh, before coming into this call. Um, I actually thought that Unreal Engine Five was far more used than Unity. Um, because every time you look, um, and maybe that's an, a bit of an exaggeration, but when I look at a game, they make a point in, uh-huh. in telling you they use Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. You know, not 4, <laughs> yeah. it's 5. And it's got extra things. So I don't know why that got me into thinking, okay, maybe everybody uses Unreal Engine then, not, not Unity. So that's hence my question on why and how many games do we think or what kind of games do we think they're built with, with, uh, with Unity. But um, I guess one of the things that probably puts me off game development is how much you need to know because depending if it's a simple game fine you know (laughs) but when you start talking graphics and and movement and and sounds and network play and all kinds of other things it gets complicated very quickly Um, yeah it it, it does um and um again that's that's kind of why i you know go back to you know i would not if 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 you don't know anything about coding i would not start on unity yeah um um, because yeah you're absolutely right and and really that's that's uh that's really what it's all about is your um your um your and you know really it's, it's it's actually very tied to like object oriented programming mm-hmm. yeah um because you know what you're doing is you're you're basically it's uh it, you know someone told me it's kind of like uh building like a pinball machine if you will um you're so you're building like various objects that you know kind of have program behaviors and are waiting for things to happen to them like you know if you're um and this is it comes to mind like if you're in mario like like let's say you had like the code for for the goomba you know, the Goomba, um, you know, it's, it's programmed to just walk, you know, side to side. Um, and then if, you know, Mario collides with it from the top, it will, it will squash. Um, so, um, so yeah, you definitely have to, um, you know, be, be mindful of, you know, what, what objects, you know, interact with or what, yeah. what interactions do these objects expect? Um, so, so yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, Sure. It's funny because when you look when you look at the game, you know each game has credits, and they look like um, movies these days. There's like a whole team of fifty to hundred people that worked on it, like oh, artists, yeah, and music, and, and animation, and and three D, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, in fact, I've seen that even you you have uh, it's just like a specialized role just to do if you have a character, for example, just to make some specialized moves of some kind. Yeah, that's an actual job. <laughs> Yeah, so, they work the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's interesting how how much you need to know, and of course, Absolutely. nobody can know everything. You're not going to make a game by yourself. I'll have it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is quite interesting. So it, it actually it's actually makes me want to try and and play a little bit with it and um, um, see what can be done because uh, there's a lot you can build even if you don't put too much time into into the the, gra- the graphics per se because you've got assets that you can use right there must be some like oh a yeah yeah so, of some kind or, <laughs> yeah so so actually there is um, Unity has an asset store um, where um, you know various users can go to to upload. Um, really anything they've got 3d models there's uh you know particular like particle generators mm. um filters really any you know anything and you know fr- frankly you know I, I think if you're looking for you know a basic object of some kind um you know if you need just like a tree or a 
a plot of grass or you know an animal of some kind you know I mean, you could do that yourself but i mean there 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 is a wide community of people out there who uh who um you know do that and um you know i would you know, I'd tell you that you know you would i you know pro- pro- probably um use the uh, asset store first mm. before you invest the time into making something yourself okay. all right so this was very interesting now be- before we wrap up let's say um what kind of advice would you give to someone who, let's say they have the coding skills are there, right? You've got a mm-hmm. C-sharp developer has never done any game development, but what would you recommend they start with in, in, in this Unity world? Uh, sure, sure. Well, um, you know, I tell you to um, maybe go through some of the initial tutorials first um, because they are very, very good. Um but but the uh, the kind of initial initial game that that uh, you know I, I teach in my my kids class is um like a uh, basically a a one a single ball billiard table um, where um you know you you uh, you don't really need a lot of um, fancy graphics or you can use just the basic shape but if basically you build a, a plane uh, with some walls on the side and put a ball kind of in the center that um you can you can move around i i find that's usually a good okay. uh, so like a controlled okay. environment like a small room where you can try a few things and some effects and yeah that way you can objects. kind of get used to yeah yeah you can get used to uh you know the uh the physics and button responders and and um that's a great point yeah that's a great yeah. point because it's a lot you can do you've got your, your wall collisions you might have some more objects, um, place them at some point in, in space. It's all, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Awesome. All right. Well, um, thank you very much, Russ. I really appreciate this. Um, thank you. And I hope um, whoever listens to this, they find this um, uh, useful. Thank yeah, you. Thank, and have thank a good you, evening. Andrew, as well. Thank you.